Once upon a time, in an old-fashioned little house, so lovely with its fairy coziness, there lived a great writer. In fact, he was the greatest writer of all time. Yes, <laughs> he was, at least for me, because I'd never seen any other writers, and him I knew well. As I said, he was the greatest writer of all time. He was handsome, slender and tall, with a little silver in his hair. Oh, I wanted to be like him so much. A handsome, slender, tall and thoughtful writer. But most of all, I dreamed of giving joy to the world, just like he did. That's what I'd realized one spring morning, when I had just woken up. I was still very young and small, but so happy and excited that I knew immediately who I was. I am joy! I cried in my mother Margaret's ear whilst she was trying to make me burp after breakfast. Oh, but I scared her so much that she dropped me. I stretched my arms out in the air as I did so, landing on my back in my little bed. Just like everyone else, I had my own little bed. Then I started hiccuping. My mom started fussing around as she thought I might have hurt myself. She began examining me carefully, but I just told her that she was beautiful. Then she knew I wasn't like the other guys, because she used to say that as far as Luke's were concerned, she was anything but beautiful. I have big sharp teeth, my ears are wide, and some pieces of them are missing, and my nose is long. Too long for the tiny skinny face I've got. She criticized herself while she was looking lovingly at me. But what she didn't notice, what even the others couldn't notice, were her beautiful blue eyes. She passed them on to me, thank God, and I am so proud of them. I noticed and cherished them, her loving blue eyes. So, to be conscious of yourself and to know who you are from an early childhood is quite a good thing. Then it becomes quite a bit easier to do what makes you be yourself. That is why I was so happy when I found out who I was. But still, when I looked at the writer in our house, I couldn't help daydreaming, wanting to be a little more like him, to give joy, not only to be one. And how did I know that he made people happy? Well, to know that, it was enough for me to see the happy face of his daughter, Rosa, every time he read one of his books to her. Rosa, oh, what an enchanting name for such an enchanting child, I often thought while I was watching them both. Every evening, I sneaked secretly between the books and the shelves in her room and listened, holding my breath, to the countless stories. Paul, that was the writer's name, used to read to her before she went to sleep. There I stood, hidden behind the numerous books on the broad shelf, silently listening to their voices. Under the spell of the night silence, veiled in a cloud of fairy dust, these two people were, for me, more beautiful than the rainbow itself. When the sun set and night came, Paul would sit in his woven straw chair near Rosa's bed.